human called me a possum. I am not a possum. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles, where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime. And I, Ruth, stay permanently mystified. And it's another hell of a recap. Yay! And this time we are doing Spring Broken. Spring Broken, Spring Broken, woo! In which all hell breaks loose over a parking space. As you do. Yes. So it opens with possibly my favourite silly comedy number of the series, um, Mustang Dong. You've got Blitz singing along in his car badly to a piece of dad rock that sounds like, what is it again? Well, to me, it sounds a little bit like Heaven is a Place on Earth with a bit of Bon Jovi thrown in. Yes. Yeah, I I can see that. So I don't know, Hell is a Place on Earth. So he's careering around and Luna's going, oh my God, kill me now. Millie's loving it, sticking her head out of the window. Moxie is going, I don't like pop genre. And yeah, covering his ears. And they ricochet into the parking lot. Somebody's written, Buck, you flitzo on the wall. (laughs) So yeah, everybody in the building hates him, it would seem. And somebody is in their parking space. But who? Yes. And this is the owner of what can only really be called a pussy wagon. It's definitely a pussy wagon. And it turns out to be none other than Verosica Mayday. Blitzo's ex. Blitz's ex, but yeah, she insists on calling him Blitzo like all the baddies do in the series. How would we describe Verosica? I would say she is... Taylor Swift is a hellhound. Yeah. No, not a hellhound. Succubus. A succubus. Yeah. I'll suck your bus. (laughs) I mean, she's very tall, very hot and extremely foul-mouthed and furious with Blitz, quite understandably, because it turns out that when he dumped her... He stole all her money. Maxed her credit card. Stole her car and spent it on horse riding lessons or something like that. Man, after my own heart. (laughs) Well, quite. And obviously, everybody is agog because this is Blitz, who they imagine as being, well, a bit of a freak show. And he's dating Hell's Hottest Property. And for... And she also happens to be Luna's girl crush. So imagine finding out that your dad had fucked your girl crush. I mean, how weird is that? Don't worry. I don't think my dad is ever going to fuck but Debbie Harry. <laughs> Although, I mean, they're of a similar age. He was a fine-looking fella back in his day. Anyway, speaking of crushes, this is where we have confirmation that both Moxie and Millie are bi. Because Millie is going, oh, what was sex with her like? And Moxie's all, Millie! And then she's like, you'd want to know what sex with Michael Crawford was like. And then I love this little bit of like a Phantom of the Opera chord in the incidental music. And then he points out, touche. So yes, he does want to fuck the Phantom. Who doesn't? (laughs) I don't. I just think of him as being Frank Spencer from Some Mothers Do Have Them. Well, not Michael Crawford as the Phantom. No. The Phantom. If it was Robert Guillaume, I would. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So anyway, Blitz tells Verosica he wants his parking space back and she won't let him, understandably. So they go back into the building and um, it turns out that she's also got the office opposite. Moxie, being a music snob, is like her status means nothing to me and then goes in and they, well almost rape him and then they throw him back out blitz loses his temper oh yeah before we get to that this is the only time in the whole series as far as i'm aware that luna nearly calls blitz dad 
So he's kind of really happy over that, but she kind of stops herself short because she's making eyes at um, Tex for Rosica's hellhound. Short for Vortex. Yeah, he's like a big, hunky hellhound guy. Voice Sexy hellhound. Voiced by the same guy that plays Ozzy later on. So... I'd play fetch with that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so she's obviously... And Blitz isn't liking it at all, his little girl hitting on guys and so on in front of him. But anyway, Moxie nearly gets raped by the suck your bitches. And um, he is not having any of that and says he's going to challenge them to a demon duel. The idea is he doesn't think that they can fuck as many people as he can kill on spring break. They... Or rather he and his team. Yeah. Kim. They all think that's hilarious because obviously they are all really slaggy and incredibly attractive, so they just laugh in his face. He does a lovely little presentation with his usual crummy drawings, which Moxie makes fun of, and they kind of end up arguing on the table about. I like the fact on the whiteboard in the background it has potential horse names. Yeah, this is what Including I... Paperclip. I love the fact that it never... I don't think it ever actually directly says Blitz is obsessed with horses. We just see little details throughout the series that points towards his obsession with horses. It's a lot more subtle than things normally are. I just love all the background Yeah, gobbins. the fact that you keep having to pause to have a look or you only notice it on multiple viewings and so on. And although Moxie is extremely sceptical and thinks that this is a terrible plan and will never work, it does. He sticks a poster outside and before long there's people queuing up, including Triffords and that random owl guy from um, Has Been Hotel. They're all queuing up to murder people. And um, and the next thing we know, they're all on the beach. Oh, sorry, I forgot. This is a thing. I, I-, I love this show so much. I get a bit overexcited and trip over myself it's revealed that luna can put on a human disguise when she goes in on earth and she is just flabbergasted that none of them have done this before that they've been going around in demon form all this time and um, they've decided that they're going to change their plans so she goes and seduces people and then they kill them and there is probably the funniest scene in the entire episode where um Blitz is saying that he doesn't like this idea because he reckons that she's going to get bothered by furries. It's like, oh, those freaks that drool at you. And then they all hard stare straight at the camera. It's like, yeah, we know the kind of sick furry art you've been doing of Luna boys and girls. (laughs) Anyway, back to the beach. So they're all up on the beach. She's going around sort of luring in men, women, everybody, while Blitz and co are busy offing them. When did she lure in a woman? I didn't see there that. There were a couple of women that I saw them kill. I mean, I don't know whether she seduced them, but he saw him killing women. So I assumed unless he just decided to pick some of them off anyway. Like he chops one guy in half because he's puking up and he sees him and asks if he's, if he's a leprechaun. But unfortunately for him, um, she sees Tex again, only this time he's in hunky human form, as are all of the um, succubi. Although, actually, would they be incubi, the other ones, if they're yeah. guys? Yeah, succubi, incubi, whatever they are. I'll uh, incubi. <laughs> I'll suck you by. <laughs> so she kind of um, forgets about the mission and goes to flirt with him. He's not very happy. Um, then they have a rather regretful argument where um, he says that she should care what he thinks because he adopted her. And she's all like, Ooh, I was nearly 18. It yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're not my real dad. And... May I point out, 
I know this makes me sound like an idiot in retrospect, but this was when it finally dawned on my stupid little brain that Blitz was the protagonist of this series. What? Up until this moment, I... Hell of a boss. He's the only one who's there who is a boss. Yeah, and it is his horns. I'm thick. Because from the pilot and from the previous episodes, I got the impression it was like The Office. So the main character would be Moxie, say, the gym stroke Tim equivalent and he would be dealing with his ghastly boss and his boss's worst daughter that's that's how I interpreted it no that's thick and um even Lululand you saw a little bit more blitz but again I thought it was like oh this is Moxie and Millie having to deal with the fact that their boss is a total dick it was only here when I realized oh he is more than just some snarky guy that we're meant to laugh at and find pathetic. He is actually a multi-dimensional person. Oh, okay. And I liked that. And I do feel bad that it took me this long to realise because Brandon obviously does an excellent job in playing all sorts of sides of his personality. But then at this point, I didn't really think that Stolitz was ever going to happen. I thought that was just going to be a running gag, kind of like, ha ha, he's so desperate, he's sleeping with a guy to keep his business going. But anyway, back to the story. So while all this is going on, Veroska is having a concert in human disguise and her human disguise looks like Latina Taylor Swift. Crossed with Jem, because there is one bit when she... And there's a little bit of Lady Gaga going on there. Yeah, when she winks at the camera and it's exactly like the Jem wink that she used to do in the credits. I'm convinced that's a a deliberate nod to it. Well, hang on, the Jem wink is based on like Madonna. So, yeah, it's just like your Like Madonna standard. when she actually looked like a human being rather than <laughs> Whatever some weird she is now. Yeah, so Instagram creature. diva wink. And so everybody's getting horny. The succubies are all going around sort of shagging sucking. men, women, yeah, sucking exactly. And, um, and Blitz is pissed off and she throws um, some Bielsa juice into the ocean. Which turns an ordinary little fish into some weird Poseidon... Godzilla-y type monster. Meanwhile, poor Moxie is being kind of thrown through the air and then some horrible bitch goes, Oh my God, it's a possum! So some moron then picks... picks him up and sticks him in a beer barrel. Yeah, and he gets really, really drunk. And then when Millie gets him out of there, he's like, hi, Millie. I can't do voices. Where'd you get forehead? I want to kiss him. I, I, I turn into the great gonzo whenever I try and do voices. And then this is when they see the monster fish. And unfortunately, the monster fish decides that Moxie looks a bit tasty. So He's like, fish. And because he's completely drunk, he's just not... He's just not fighting back or anything. So Millie has to be all gung ho and save. Rescues him from inside the fish's mouth. Yeah, chops its head off. Chops and... its tongue off from the inside first. I know, in a way. That's... Oh, I like it when she's trying to grab his hand and he just sort of like gives her a high five. <laughs> yeah, he's so blasted. He's got no clue. He's so like you when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, and um, she manages to get him out. They, she chops its head off just like something out of her. Slits its throat in from fa- the inside I'm out. I'm sure that was meant. That was deliberate and meant to be like Hercules. And Brits is all like, "Oh, way to show off, Mills!" And he's all like, Ehh. and and he says that I love that woman. And Blitz says, oh, she totally pegs you," which obviously is confirmed later on. But never mind. Um, so. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention before, um, Luna was really badly flirting with Tex. So I guess this is a 
turn around from her original characterization. She says she doesn't have friends. Yeah, and just looks really embarrassing because previously she was shown as being a bit promiscuous and having syphilis and so on. But here, when did she have syphilis? In the pilot, she did when um, Blitz gave her that present, and then she said if it wasn't a cure for syphilis, she didn't want it. But this is not in keeping with how she is now, where she's incredibly socially awkward and doesn't know what she's doing and doesn't have friends. We like this, Luna. Yeah, this because as you know, me and Luna. We, we don't really gel, but I like seeing this side to her. I like seeing her take part on a mission. I like her having something to do. I like seeing it's her... It's because she doesn't feel valued. ...sniff the list. Well, it's also because Blitz is so protective of her. I mean, he is her dad after all. And he's just worried about her and about danger befalling her. But anyway, um, for Rosica... Um, she is pissed off with them. They point out that it was due to her actions that they had this monster fish running amok. And if anybody from down below realised that she was responsible for such chaos... Then they would be in deep shit. And she tries to blame them and say, well, you're not wearing disguises, but that doesn't wash over. At which point Moxie says my favourite line, A human called me a possum. I am not a possum. Imp- and then he falls face, face down, flat on the sand. And you see a little imprint of his face with like frowny eyebrows and everything. It's great. And the, and, and the bow tie, Mark. In fact, can we just take our caps off for best performance of the episode has to be Richard doing drunk moxie. Everything he says practically is fabulous. Like when he's going, you're going to be so fucked. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So they agree with everything that's happened that, yeah, yeah, Blitz has won. Have his parking space back. So they all. Oh yeah. So Tex tells Luna that he's got a girlfriend and she's unhappy and kind of. And does, she's like, oh. does a little dog <laughs> whimper, like, like a yeah, like a kicked puppy. It's really <laughs> sad. So they all jump back through the portal with Blitz jumping back up to go <laughs> middle finger. Oh yes, <laughs> the double bird. <laughs> we all do that. I do that when I get my own way. So <laughs> meanwhile, Verosica and the suck off buys. Uh, no- <laughs> Can't call them that. <laughs> yes, uh, th- they now then get cornered by the armed police, and they're like, "Oh God, we're gonna have to suck so much pig dick." And they were like, "Oh, yeah." One of the police is also a clown. That that amused me. But they're like, "Oh, you sick deviants!" And and that's where the episode ends, but not quite because it has my favorite closing sequence of the entire series. Yes, as well, the full version of Mustang Dung, as sung horribly by Blitz, where he's just like me in that if he does doesn't know the words to the song he's gonna make them up and it's just really really funny oh my god i just went through puberty twice i wish that they would release that i mean i want a cast album anyway but you can get most of the songs on spotify but not that one and it's a shame because i would love it so i really enjoy this episode i mean i know some people are unhappy with some elements they felt it was a bit fillery um what filling for what they feel that they didn't like the black comedy rape bit with moxie um oh come on it was a throwaway gag yeah i it didn't bother me it didn't offend me that much i mean people you don't know he was being raped you don't yeah and some people they're kind of like ooh about Roscoe. this is what i don't it's just get he would right. got he came out with his horns covered in lipstick this is what i don't get right which is consistent if you were being attacked by succubi. I think it's slut shaming. You get people being perfectly willing to give Stella the benefit of the doubt when she is a nut job, and yet you've got somebody like Verosica who has a legitimate grievance against her fella, and yet they kind of like, oh no, I don't relate to her at all. So I think it's just because she's a succubus and they think that she's slutty, that's all. 
I mean, even if she is, so what? He still treated her badly. Hmm. True that. So, I know it probably... <gasps> I just you... banged my toe. Ah, are we all right? I'm all right. Okay. Carry on. So, yeah, it might not kind of add to the main story in the grand scheme of things, but I don't care. Does any episode have to add to the great story? I mean, why do we have to have story arcs for everything? Mm. Why can't we just have one-off episodes that we enjoy? But I like that Verosica, she's a good addition to the cast. I like that we got to see Luna do something. I like that we saw Millie kicking ass. And I think it is in terms... And drunk Moxie. Yeah, in terms of quotable lines and things like that, I think it was one of the funniest episodes. I think it was a classic episode. So, One of the strongest. I thoroughly like it. It's one of my favourite episodes in the whole season. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair to say. What? It's one of my favourite episodes. <laughs> no. I mean, it's one of your favourite episodes. <laughs> well, it's not... One Thank of... you for your validation <laughs> of my feelings. Okay, it's not one of my favourite episodes, but it's my favourite out of the two non-Stolas episodes. It's fun! <laughs> yeah, it is a riot. Everything doesn't have to be about feels, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to watch it for the That's yucks. it. Because face it, Lululand is very feels heavy, while this one is Which higher is on the comedy. just too feels for me. I'm like, where are the laughs? Well, here you are. This I has, had the laughs. This has all the murder and sex jokes that you could possibly want. Yay, and, and murder also, and sex jokes. It also meant it kept being taken down from YouTube more than any other episode. Why? Well, because it... The um, drawing style is very heavily based on like Cartoon Network and that. You've got lots of kids watching it, despite the disclaimer at the beginning saying it's for mature audiences. And then you have people going, ooh, my child has watched this disgusting cartoon with demons killing people look, and people look, having look. sex. It's no more... Did anybody used to watch Duckman? Yeah. You was so, used to watch Duckman. It's not, it's not like Duckman or Blooming. What else is there? Was, no, Ren and Stimpy? No, that was too childish, I uh, suppose. Bojack, what's his face? Bojack Horseman. Archer. King so, of the Hill. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't say it was any more risque than that. So Family guy. So I don't think that people have got any right to get their knickers in a twist about this. But, yeah, it is a worthy addition to the hell of a boss. So what are we watching next time, Reckle? We are going to be watching Cherub. Yay. (laughs) And until then, love you guys and see you soon. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at Tentacles Not on Twitter. And on Facebook, our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.